0: Gobble, gobble, my turkeys of the north, and welcome to your GG Replay for Monday, October 11th, 2021. GG Replay is, of course, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday show where we break down the latest in gaming news hosted by us, the Goodnight Grooves, a place for games, a place for for goofs but also a place to get together with your family and just have a lovely festive season obviously as i mentioned last week on the episode it is canadian thanksgiving this weekend oh. and you know what i'm thankful for is all of y'all out there listening to today's gg replay how you doing today matt on this relatively comparatively uneventful monday in the united states of america
1: I'm good. I'm good. But I'm more interested in, in hearing about Canadian Thanksgiving. Did you have any good food or did you
0: you, you know what didn't really do a whole lot this year? Um we uh you know, not a lot of family stuff and you know, getting together and it's kind of a whole thing with, you know, COVID and everything. So we uh you know, Rachel and I just kinda of stayed home and we uh Rachel made this amazing veggie lasagna that she makes and by veggie lasagna, it's like the, the fake meat. It's not really veggie lasagna, it's more like uh regular lasagna but instead of real meat we use um like beyond meat okay Uh, it is very good uh usually at thanksgiving we'll do that anyway because like everyone else has turkey and stuff so we just uh feasted on that and had a really great time and then rachel made gluten-free brownies because she's celiac so um you know i wasn't trying to be super trendy in my uh meal choices (laughs) but i guess they kind of were um but yeah it was uh it was a good time we had a lovely time and uh we watched I was gonna say watched a movie. I can't remember what it was. Last night we watched uh, *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen* though, oh, and, wow. Van Hels- and Van Helsing. Whoa! So blasts from the past. Yeah. Uh, which, there, there are some films. I tell you. When I was a kid, I was I remember
1: thinking like Van Helsing. Even at the time, I knew it wasn't a very good movie, but I remember yeah. thinking like this character is cool. Like this could be a really cool yeah. movie, but it's just not.
0: <laughs> no it's it's i remember there was like it was uh rated pg-13 like on my screen it kept coming up pg-13 for non-stop action violence Whoa. or something and i was like hardcore it, it is non-stop like the movie does not <laughs> stop everything is just from the next kill to the next kill to the next fight to the next crazy cg like monstrosity it is If you want an action like monster flick, this is it. Like I just I don't want that. Um, But it really hits that. uh, I feel like the same... Tenets as uh like a clash of the titans or something but even yeah. those have like not as much fighting as this. <laughs> this was there was no plot it was all fighting uh but yeah it was a good time And of course league of extraordinary gentlemen uh which i r- just recently checked was a 17 percent on rotten tomatoes oh wow. um, but weirdly me and all my friends as a kid i feel like loved that movie like it was just one of those campy classics that was so great when you were a kid in like 2003
1: yeah i've never seen it i i remember you you liking it
0: but uh i've never seen it I'll tell you on rewatch. It uh, almost thirty years old. It uh, was pretty bad. Uh, Disappointing. <laughs> but there's, there's, uh, you know, what? the nostalgia for me was what made it fun. There you go. All right. Well, we're in a gaming podcast here, so let's get into the game stuff because we have a lot to talk about today, and we have had, you know, a whole weekend of not talking. So our, oh, our Paul, voices. Yes. I have a correction. Oh,
1: excellent. My correction Bring is that you forgot corrections last episode.
0: All right. Well, you caught me. You caught me. All right. Well. There you go. Just a reminder. I actually almost did it again today. I won't lie to you. Uh, Just a reminder that if you come across any necessary corrections, like me forgetting to mention this part uh, in today's episode, then send them over to ggreplayshow at gmail.com or head down to the YouTube comments below so we can address them in the next episode. All right, Matt, get your mail keys out, open that mailbox, and inside you will find that the reviews are in. Well, it's one one review and that is for something that uh you yeah, know I think everyone's been pretty aware of because uh it is just bouncing around there back for blood uh like a fan four stick stylized uh title here it is a co-op PVE, first person she- it's left for dead it's uh, not, it's left for dead uh by <laughs> a bunch of the people who made left for dead right it's yeah. just a new left for dead but they can't they don't have the the t- the rights it is a 79 on open critic which is pretty I think really good because I don't think uh, people were expecting that. It is out tomorrow. And uh, what do you think of Back for Blood, Matt? I-, I think this would be, I never really got into Left 4 Dead. I will say it. I'm still not really zombied, especially in 2021. I feel like the old Left 4 Dead you know, franchise was well positioned for zombie culture. Um, but I will say I could play this. It's on Game Pass. I think I could play this with buds.
1: Is it really on Game Pass? I might actually try it then.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm pretty sure it is. It was on uh, the beta was like the early access was on Game Pass. Okay. Um. And and so was, uh the whole game. Yep. It's coming out tomorrow on Game Pass full game. Because so. I. Uh,
1: okay. Well, if it's on Game Pass, I might give it a shot. Other than that, I'm yeah, just like same. not really interested like you said yeah it literally is left for dead turtle rock the developer made both these games. it's not even like a lot of the same people it's literally the same developer so yeah (laughs) uh you know they did evolve as well so this uh this sort of game type is is their thing i guess it evolves a little different was that that's the asymmetric pvp yeah it was okay well you know they they like the small group you know co-ops okay
0: Everyone anyway, working together, co-op against like a an evil, but the, instead of horde mode and evolve, it was like an asymmetrical RPG, but either way. Right, Same right. thing.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I just, I, I've never, I'm not into the zombie thing. I, it's never yeah. grabbed me. And I know no. a lot of people are, you know, with The Last of Us, I like it, but they're different, not traditional zombies. I'm just not into the traditional zombie thing. I never have been. It probably never will be. I liked the movie Zombie Land, but that's cuz it was like a comedic take on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not super into it, but if it's free on on Game Pass, you know, if I if I got a couple friends who want to jump in then sure, I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah, I feel like you and I might give that a shot sometime uh, in, to get in the spirit of Halloween at some point. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which is cool. Because I will say to anyone else, we've been, we played a little Phasmophobia this last weekend, Matt and I, and we were terrible at it. Yeah, um, But totally. uh, Mike and Josh did say they would help us to get better. So we, uh, we might have some Phasmophobia streams coming in the future to get ourselves ready for spooky season. I, myself, uh, am pretty excited. I'm thinking it might be kind of fun to do some like scary, some creepy game streams. Uh, come totally. to that season so something to check out for everyone out there in the audience twitch.tv
1: right. slash goodnight grooves give it a follow
0: yeah should probably say what it is twitch.tv slash goodnight grooves check it out uh amazon just gave us like a thousand bucks just to play new world once so no i'm kidding god, <laughs> I'm I, wish. It I wish oh my god all right Let's get into some stories for today. First off, The Information is reporting that Epic Games may be launching an entertainment division, which would include the production of a Fortnite movie. Uh, Epic recently hired a number of former Lucasfilm execs, including Jason McGatlin, who is Epic's new president of special projects, which I always think is like a funny title to have. Uh, (laughs) McGatlin was, just do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. (laughs) McGatlin was previously an executive producer of all of Disney's Star Wars films. That seems pretty interesting, getting all these Lucasfilm people, getting someone who is an an exec producer on all the Star Wars films, uh, all the Disney ones anyway. Uh, This feels like a real, you know, if not substantiated rumor, like something that really feels like they're moving into some kind of entertainment move here. Um, But what do you think, Matt? What do you think of a Fortnite movie or, uh, you know, other epic game properties, I guess? But Fortnite, I think, is obviously the one on the top of everyone's mind.
1: Yeah, well, I've been saying for years that it's insane that there hasn't been a Fortnite movie yet. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't even matter if the movie's good or if the movie's bad. It really doesn't matter. The movie's gonna make a billion dollars, and it's gonna help expand the brand outside of just video games. I know there's there's also toys, and now of course everyone's seeing Halloween costumes, that sort yeah. of thing. But expanding it to movies—that's a that's a that's a big new branch. So that's yeah. almost a separate tree. Okay, so. You'd really be expanding the brand in that regard. It's just—it's shocking to me that that it's just now that it's possibly happening. I mean, I don't want to say that the ship has, that ship has sailed because it hasn't. Fortnite is still—it's no—it's it's no
0: Angry Birds the movie scenario where it was like <laughs> yeah. ten years too late.
1: Yeah, they still have time. I mean, the Warcraft movie came out in 2016, I think. That was also too 12 late. twelve years after um, WoW launched. Yeah. So yeah, too late. I really do like that movie, by the way.
0: Me too. I do too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Of of course, a massive bias, but whatever. Yeah. A Fortnite movie could potentially be interesting. I'm sure the cast would be completely star-studded. I assume it would be some sort of animation similar to their their cinematics and their cutscenes that they do for the game what do you think in that regard
0: i would imagine um i'm just imagining lego movie style where they lean into the fact that a lot of their popularity is based on crossovers yeah 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 um so i think there'd be like a lot of their own original characters and story and kind of thing but obviously like lego batman was a big character in the in the lego movie and obviously got his own movie later on i think we'd get stuff like that where we'd get uh, you know, whoever they can get the rights to, obviously, um, to give them their characters and the, the Fortnite version of that character would be like played for laughs as a more goofy version. Again, like Lego Batman and that kind of stuff. Um, I think they'd play that move and really be very meta and poke fun at like the concept of Fortnite and how they all kind of know they're in a loop and they know it's a video game or something i I think it could go really well depending on who works on it i think it could you know if they got people like i'm not saying you know um lord and miller but if they got people like that who could make a make a script that could i think they could really appeal to children adults i think they could appeal to people who don't even play the game like i'm an adult who plays the game but also i think there's like parents of 12 year olds who could go and find it really funny Um, not in the way the Lego movie would because because those parents also at some point probably played with Legos as a kid, Um, Lego as a kid, but um, still, I think there's something there that could work in a Wreck-It Ralph style or, I don't know. But uh, that being said, I think three years is pretty reasonable. Like we said, I think some of these video game movies take forever and like rights and and difficulty can be there. Um, Three years so far is pretty good. Obviously there's plenty more to go for them to make it, but I think as long as they make it sometime in the next, Three to five years, it'll still probably stick. I don't think Fortnite's going anywhere anytime soon. So, it's I think like you're you're right. It's a smart move. Every kid in the world, especially in America and a lot of other places, will like beg to go to this movie. Yeah. You know, and you bundle it with like an in-game event that somehow like reflects a going to the movie, and then you get like V Bucks. For... There's so many things you can do here, and it's all part of that metaverse experience where you're actually like part of it, and like going to see the movie can be part of the meta event of doing something in the. There's a lot going on here, uh, or there could be, uh, and I think, yeah, genius business move to just like lean into different properties and different media here.
1: I was gonna say that this is a home run, but it's more than that. It's a grand slam. This is a can't yeah. lose scenario. Yeah, the movie doesn't even have to be good. It's no. going to be successful. Every every kid is going to see this movie. The kids who, if this comes out in three, four, five years, whatever it is, the kids who are older at that point but have the nostalgia for fortnite will Mm -hmm. go see the movie it's one of those things where has there has there been a minecraft movie because how has that not happened either (laughs) you know like
0: what what are we doing like microsoft kind of dropping the ball on that one because i know like notch and and his whole and mojang they were very like not into that whole kind of vibe I think but Microsoft like come on guys it's weird video game movies especially like cartoony video game movies that they, they don't become like live action blockbusters and stuff even those are are hard to find but especially cartoony ones really seem to not get made or they take forever you have stuff like sing coming out and all these other like goofy like dreamworks or like mm-hmm. you know budget brand movies coming out illumination movies coming out and yet it's, you know, can someone just not crank out like a mediocre Minecraft movie or a Fortnite movie and you would make so much money.
1: It's crazy that we, we haven't seen more of this. Kids yeah. animated movies make so much money. They, they do so spend hundreds
0: well. of millions of dollars on this and they I, I still find it hard to imagine that they wouldn't at least break even if not make a pretty decent profit um, just from like people, like just the kids begging their parents to go see it or, or, or things like that. Even if the movie sucks, like, by the time people realize that it's bad, those kids, still don't, those kids don't care that it's bad. They just want to go see Fortnite, the movie. Exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. I think this is a movie that I don't know if I would see it in theaters because I feel like the theater environment would be as annoying as oh, a possible yeah. theater environment could get. But yeah. I would absolutely watch this on digital at some point just, just, be- just
0: because, just to be a part of it. Especially if it's good um, or even like seems like it's good. You know, I mean, this is like way out, but still if we get trailers that make it seem like it's kind of like what I was talking about where, they, where they're where they very like self-referential and understand and, and do the crossovers. And I don't know, give us like a Lego movie kind of thing. Yeah, bring it on. I'm totally ready for it. Like that would be awesome. But I'll, I'll take whatever. I'll, I'll probably watch any version of it just because I don't know why the heck not. Chris Pratt for Jonesy. He's so cool. He's so cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> i weirdly think that would be better that's i mean not weirdly that's obviously better casting than chris pratt's mario like that works fine weirdly i think that's like better than i know he's like a shoe-in obvious mario but i still think that's even better casting uh, all right. Let's move on. Talking about uh, Polish outlet PPE is reporting that a retail source tells them to expect a December 7th release for Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition. Terrible name for a game. PPE's source indicates that the PS4, Xbox One and Switch versions will launch physically on December 7th with the PS5 and Xbox Series X/S also a terrible name, version coming next year. Uh, the retailer had no knowledge of the PC release, but Rockstar previously stated that it would come this year. So presumably around the time like the console releases are coming and mobile coming in 2022. Uh, kind of interesting uh, because also we had a report from industry insider Tom Henderson, who claimed that Rockstar was looking at a November launch uh so we're getting some different stuff here uh obviously this seems to line up i mean they just said the game's coming out by the end of the year so we only have so many months left so it's like oh it's either december or november (laughs) who would have guessed right (laughs) um (laughs) but that being said i mean obviously it's not october that would be they would have said if they were coming out with it like it's out next week yeah okay um i don't know if you saw that right before we get into it but i don't know if you saw there was like a reddit post today where someone like showed a mod version of gta of the gta 3 game or some of the other games um and there was like a famous visual mod that like it's pretty good and, and like smooths it out a lot and some okay. of the scene, some of the scenes look very good That. You know, not aren't not consistent with the rest of it. People are like this is what you can come to expect probably from like what the remaster will look like, and just the entire thread is like people going like, yeah, it's gonna look more like the, it's like the top part where the old game graphics are. It's gonna look like that, but yeah. like maybe maybe higher fidelity so you can see the polygons even better.
1: <laughs> it's gotta run on Switch. Um, gotta run on mobile.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, no, mobiles coming out a little bit later, so it makes you wonder maybe if they're gonna have to tune it down. Um, but obviously if tuning if they're if they're doing it that way where they're coming out with like the higher budget whatever the bigger uh version first and then tuning it down obviously it can't be that different if the if it's able to even ever be brought down to a part where can run a mobile matt what do you think are we getting december are we getting november oh man
1: i don't know but i do know both
0: both seem soon
1: i I, (laughs) both are soon and if it's november then rockstar needs to educate us on this project like asap yeah. We're almost halfway through October and no one even really knows what this is. Is it a remake? Nope. Is it a remaster? Is it uh are there a ton of changes? Is it really just small visual changes with a couple gameplay changes? We don't really really know. Like yeah. this could be a very minimal minimal upgrade. Yeah. And I'm kind of leaning toward that probably being the case. Yeah. Very small visual upgrades just smoothing things out maybe making the controls a little bit easier and more consistent. And really, I think that's going to be about it. I think that Rockstar just wants a way to repackage these old games and sell them together. And I don't know. I have to think about it more. I don't know if the, if this decision by Rockstar is good for game preservation or not. I know that I don't like that they're taking the old games off digital stores.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, did you see the thing with like all the people review bombing on steam, not like review bombing, but going in all the steam reviews for the, all the GTA games and being like, make sure to buy these before they're delisted, <laughs> like, yeah, because that's going to happen. Yeah.
1: Do you know what they're, what price they're selling those old games for? I assume they're
0: I haven't a hundred percent checked. Uh, uh, did you see that other, there was one more rumor though, that I saw today, um, about GTA, uh, the trilogy definitive edition, which was, uh, that it, it's supposed to be quote expensive. There was a, there was a quote saying it's, it's expensive. Um, so we don't know 100, percent but a lot of people were like, "Is this gonna be like a fucking sixty dollar game? Like, are are they really gonna charge us like that much for the This should be thirty dollars or bust, like really, um, for what is probably going to be nothing. Again, we don't know, but like, feels like nothing.
1: So GTA three and Vice City are ten dollars on Steam, and San Andreas is fifteen dollars. That's pretty
0: fair. That seems really fair.
1: Now, I don't, I don't know, Paul. I just don't have a lot of I think that this trilogy is going to do well because whatever Rockstar puts out is going to sell pretty well. Yep. And a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for these games.
0: I'm just... And you get not as savvy gamers too. I'm not saying we're super savvy, but people who aren't like PC savvy, you know, they're just going to go on the Xbox store and buy them because they get advertised to them and they're like, cool.
1: Right. I just, I see this being not great publicity wise for Rockstar. I see a lot of people getting very hyped up about this and being let down. Now they are kind of hyping themselves up probably for like, there's no real reason behind it because like I said, we know nothing about this. So (laughs) I would just make sure that what I would tell people is keep your expectations as low as possible. And if it does blow us away, that's awesome. But keep your expectations for this thing as low as possible.
0: Yeah, I think that's the, seems to be the underscored note I've seen from everyone, just keep your expectations low, if you want to kind of an easy, accessible way to get in and play the old games that might be a little bit beefed up, here you go, that's cool, um, but also, yeah, keep your expectations low, and also, if you're worried about, you know, maybe not caring about, if you don't care about any of those remasters, again, we don't really know what the remaster is going to be, but if you don't seem to really care, and you just kind of want to play those games and have the experience, Maybe just go buy them on Steam for ten bucks before these prices shoot up. Um, we will have to see. You if the game comes out for like thirty bucks, it'll be a steal, it'll be cheaper than Steam. But I don't know. And how often do those games go on sale like the old ones? Probably a Steam sale. You can probably get them for dirt cheap. I would bet. But
1: I know Rockstar ones. has been shutting down a lot of mods, but I imagine there's at least some graphical mods out there still for those old games.
0: Again, some of these graphical mods that I saw. If you're like a PC gamer and you're willing to put in like even a small, not to make a pun but modicum of effort um i do think like like the one that uh, people were showing on on reddit today they were like look how good this game could look in the remaster that looked great and i think it's looking better than what GTA's like what take two and rockstar's actual remaster will look like so if you're feeling kind of savvy and you just want to make sure you're going to get the best bang for your buck that might be worth checking out but always uh keep an eye out because you never know we they could throw us a, a member imagine it looked like gta 5 I, I don't think so I don't think so but that would be cool all right moving on talking about something i'm mixed about the pokemon company made a statement for kotaku regarding pokemon legends arceus that seems to indicate that the game is not fully open world um so we're, we're kind of getting ideas here that the main town will act as a hub with branching areas for the player to explore i've seen multiple people compare this to like monster hunter rise um which is kind of interesting uh, in Pokemon Legends Arceus, Jubilee Village will serve as the base, this is a quote, uh, for sur- surveying missions. Uh, after receiving an assignment or a request and preparing for their next excursion, players will set out from the village to study one of the various open areas, various open areas of the Hisui region. His, Hisui? Hisui? Uh, Hisui? His, Hisui? Um, after they finish the survey work, players will need to return once more to prepare for the next task. So it sounds like obviously Hub World, you're going into large open spaces so i think there's two things here uh two questions to ask is this um better or worse than open worlds but also is this um good enough um i i think they are different questions like is this good enough from game freak with the money and the resources like how big a deal pokemon is i think honestly a hub world isn't bad like if that's a stylistic choice to have a hub world uh and having big open regions i think that's pretty rad I'm, I'm, i'm not anti that um but also Is it a technical reason? Is this because of development time? Is this uh, another kind of half-assed Pokemon game when Pokemon is the number one selling media franchise in the world? And, you know, I understand there's pressure uh, on Game Freak as well from the Pokemon company to, like, come out with new games every, like, two, three years. But still, you know, I don't know. Just maybe the Pokemon company and Game Freak combined, couldn't they have sat there and been like, hey, make Shining... uh, pearl and brilliant diamond and then in the background for like you know five years or something work on like a really crackerjack you know pokemon game um but i feel like i don't know was this enough what do you think matt
1: i think that it's fine personally for me the more i think about it i think that this is just not a pokemon game for me i kind of just like my traditional pokemon and i would love an open world version of that to some extent, I don't know. I, I do really like the old old school Pokemon where you're on a route and you're going from, you know, there's a fairly linear path from one city to the next. I kind of just like that. To me, that's Pokemon because I, that's what I grew up with with Pokemon. Although, it you know, it's nice to see the series evolve a little bit with uh, Legends Arceus and, and just go a totally different direction. I just don't know if it's for me.
0: You know, it might be a good way to bring in new
1: uh, players to the to the franchise but i don't know if it's for me paul
0: but what if like so what if you, you're you thinking of it like a pokemon game that's different but what if we take it from the other perspective of it's breath of the wild but you can catch pokemon in it does that does that elicit more interest i don't think
1: so not for me no. it's hard for me to imagine a way that that can work well it's just
0: yeah, it, i it, think that's the issue here we're, we're not sure if this is gonna work out yeah
1: i think the problem is that the way that Pokemon plays was never built around something like that. And I know that like, obviously when the legend of Zelda first came out, it wasn't built to be a open world, but it's a little bit different because that that's something that it's
0: I mean, a- Pokemon does feel like the, like the world of Pokemon and the way it like works does seem like it would lend itself to an open world game. It's about a world of people catching. I up, you agree know what
1: I mean? with it in concept in like theory, that. I just, theory. the, the way that Pokeballs... Like, the idea of Pokeballs make it difficult in my mind like how that would work in an open-world setting. And, like, Pokemon battling. Like, it's just so ingrained in this turn-based combat that I know it can work in an open-world.
0: You, can It's ha- hard, though, I think. I-, I think it's really hard to do that right, and I really don't feel like Arceus is doing it right. It's doing it uh, away that is is like maybe halfway there or some of the way there but i think ultimately i don't really want some of the way there i'd rather just wait on rpgs like their classic pokemon turn-based and then just like go all the way but i understand that it takes time to like build that but i feel like we know what we want now like i feel like we know we have the technology now we could do this like game where it works but they haven't so i'm not really interested in like halfway there at this point i'd rather just go back to the old the old tried and true
1: to me, this Arceus game is starting to feel more and more like it's really just. It really feels like a spin off. It just doesn't feel like a traditional it, Pokemon game. And, and, I, I, and it's and I not. think it is. But it's just so weird. Like, its it's. It's just so. The way that it plays is so different. It's such a departure
0: that. It's... it's a test game, you know. Yeah, that's
1: really that's what, what feel it feels like. like. It... And they're
0: and they're taking a lot of pieces. They're taking like the systems from Pokemon Go and some of the systems they have from other like Pokemon mm-hmm. franchises. You know, the way that you catch them and that that whole setup looks so much like Pokemon Go. I think they're they're trying to combine some of these real world AR stuff and try to put that back into Pokemon, but then also like I-, I feel like the the world doesn't feel as alive as like the as the other games because mm-hmm. I I think they're just to be able to do it with the maybe the amount of time or money they had um they had to they had to probably like skimp on something they had to they had to scrimp on something so they kept like this kind of really interesting new thing where you catch pokemon more open world like pokemon go but then in that they had to not add as much to this world and maybe not make it feel as like they had to go back in time to when the world was more chill and like simple because yeah, it yeah, couldn't yeah. like and it's like yeah but like i would have rather and i know it's up to me but i would have rather just they wait they took a few more years and like really went for it and like made this game that had all of these cool like ar features this like new open world kind of game and just and just brought it into the future but i think this is like a halfway measure we'll have to see how the cells of this sells well I was gonna say this could like make them see proof of concept and then they may, might go further and do that game. I doubt it though. I think if Arceus does well, they'll just make more games they'll make, make Arceus two thing. at yeah. some point and it's just gonna be also kind of medium and <laughs> it just it just sucks because Pokemon in concept and again we have the technology now, I think. we look at like I don't know, it's not the same, but like Temtem, there's stuff where you have these like open world really cool games now that like I think we could do it. And I and I think it sucks that They just don't care they don't want that like the the developers the publishers pokemon company just doesn't really care they're making their money they're fine with what they have
1: i think it's fine to go back to to the main topic at hand i think Mm. it's fine that it's not fully open world it feels very in line with with uh current jrpgs to have this hub world and then you branch out into even if it's not like one area maybe there's like three large areas that you go to that have different themes different weather different environments different landscapes all that kind of stuff it just makes sense to me i mean i agree i don't i think we were all everyone was hoping that this would be fully open world but i don't think that this is like a make it or break it sort of thing at all
0: i don't think this this makes the if if, i think if you're interested in this game this isn't gonna yeah like you're saying it's not it's not gonna make you not by the game anymore there are probably there are some people that seem kind of disappointed but ultimately large open spaces that are like three regions that are all very large or large maps or even not three let's say there's like 10 medium ish maps i don't know i think that works as long as you can't see the edges and you don't feel like you're in a pen I think that stuff can work, especially I, I almost feel like it's this could make it so that they can add more points of interest and things like that. If they don't have this big open world, it might be easier yeah. for them to, you know, put a team on, on making this region really work and, and add little things to it. And you can more flesh that out, I think, when you don't have all that kind of stitching space between that kind of blends them all together in an open world. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful um, that uh, I'm still hopeful that this game, like is I'm wrong and this game's awesome, um, but we'll have to see.
1: Or if they ever do, uh, to go along with your point, last thing here, if they ever do DLC, it's easier to add a new yep. small zone that can branch off the hub.
0: Yeah, exactly. They don't have to try to like, make it make sense with the open world. They can just add another hub zone or multiple hub zones, which is cool. Or not hub zones, uh, multiple you know regions, extra extra zones.
1: Not that I expect uh, them to do DLC. But...
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't expect a lot here. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I probably won't be playing it anytime soon, but it's neat. All right, moving on, unless it uh, gets emulated on PC, Kotaku can tell me how to get it for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right, <laughs> all right. Tom Henderson stated very confidently that Call of Duty 2022 will beat Modern Warfare 2. Henderson stated that he's seen the artwork with the title. He noted that the title can change in development, but the idea is still a sequel to Modern Warfare makes total sense i think that is still the most popular cod game right now like right that's that's like people still go and play modern warfare over cold war i think like in in the online lobbies and stuff
1: yeah yeah i think so i know i'm still playing it and i'm i'm excited about this i I loved modern warfare it got me back into call of duty after a long time of not playing call of duty mostly because i had been out of fps for so long just because i was like i don't think i'm at it anymore that'll have fun and I'm by the way I'm still not good at it (laughs) but I am having fun were any of us ever and that's what matters is the having fun so but the campaign the multiplayer Warzone are all just so good in modern warfare so to see a sequel that's great you know I, 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 I wasn't interested really at all in Cold War I'm not very interested in Vanguard so yeah next year I'll get modern warfare too that's exciting
0: to me yeah, I'm psyched for it too. I like think it'll be really, really cool. I mean, psyched for it's the wrong word for me. I, I might get it though. Um, I'm thinking of, of maybe picking up Modern Warfare on a on a sale actually, and maybe getting in there with you, and maybe that'll get my my blood pumping for Modern Warfare too again. But I agree. That I mean, that was that's always like that's one of the big ones. I mean, Black Ops obviously had great online, and people really got into that. You know, maybe ten years ago, that was a huge thing. But I I, I think Modern Warfare. I mean, in let's say the Xbox six three sixty generation, I mean, Modern Warfare. You know, Call of Duty the thing that brought cod back like that was the you know it was like it was like this tired world war ii genre every game was this world war ii game and then modern warfare came out and it like br- it, and then every year since we've had a cod and it's been like the most popular thing mm-hmm. so i mean that really ushered everything in and i think every time there's a modern warfare game that really is like the bread and butter of what they do so it's cool to say that again
1: totally and it's not shocking at all i mean modern warfare yeah. did so well people really like it so yeah do a sequel why not yeah
0: these games are in their kind of like their tick 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 tock or whatever you want to call their you know they have their every few years a certain one happens and you know we're just we're due for a modern warfare so <laughs> it makes total sense all right neopets is attempting to cling to relevancy this is matt editorializing over here in <laughs> financial security with a new line of nfts of course our favorite non-fungible trans uh, tokens Ten- tokens right right uh, Jumpstart Games, the current developer and publisher of Neopets, uh, whoops, uh, is uh, partnering with blockchain firm Radium to create these products. Uh, great. Jumpstart is describing these as "quote equally unique, algorithmically generated, lovable Neopets NFTs with variable backgrounds, assets, clothing, and personality, with seven varying trait categories." uh stupid nfts are <laughs> shit. they're bad for they're horrible for the environment they are ridiculous. here's the thing i think on in in theory they're super interesting and i think like this is an interesting trend to note for like economics study and things like that this is so fascinating that this is a thing that even works and people are interested in it, it's really nfts are interesting um but they're garbage and i think neopets nfts are probably going to be really really successful <laughs> You know, I'll be honest.
1: I think I, I, I think I've just gotten to the point where uh, I'm old and I don't understand NFTs. Now I understand other blockchain stuff yeah. like the crypto yeah, yeah. and all that. NFTs, yeah. I just the crypto, the crypto. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't understand why someone wants to buy this picture of an ape so that they can say that they own it. You own it. It doesn't make any sense to me, Paul. No. It doesn't make any. No. I saw the, it's, the it's, other day. It's like
0: that like thing with that app where you could buy the app on your iPhone, like in the. Fr- Year of the iPhone uh, app store where it was like a thousand dollars and it just turned your screen red, and you could be like, I look, I bought the app, so like okay. you know that I have money.
1: I, I saw it last week someone bought like an off brand dick butt NFT for $65,000, and it's like, yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing,
0: man? It just shows it me there are a lot of people with money, out. that would be something.
1: A lot of people with money out there just to burn through, I guess. That's, that's, that's what, what it, it is. seems it,
0: like. I think we're just seeing all these collectors and stuff normally that are behind closed doors who buy stuff that like gets gets traded around because because everything on the internet is so fung- fungible uh you know typically it isn't the place where collectors go right but right. i think now that we have nfts we're seeing this whole thing that we never knew that are like you know sneakerheads and you know you have like art collector you know f- you know art collectors and yeah. things like that hey here's a brand new thing that they could find and it's way more public so now we just see what really was happening all these years uh, just in a much more public and stupid space. Uh, <laughs> so, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I hate to like rag on it because it makes me sound like I don't understand what it is. I understand what it is. It's bad.
1: <laughs> I don't, I included this because I thought it was funny. I really don't have mm-hmm. anything else to say on it no. other than uh, Groovecoin coming soon.
0: Groovecoin coming soon. Uh, get a picture of uh, a dick butt version of me uh, oh. for a million dollars. Uh, And it only caught it only took uh, the power that could have run, I don't know, the country of Lithuania for ten years (laughs) to do it. Perfect. (laughs) Worth it. Uh, Honestly, yeah. But like I said, I think this will be super successful. Neopets are really popular the game is barely playable anymore i think like modern browsers still can't really run it anymore properly because all this broken flash stuff when, <laughs> and and and, and, and like, mobile is supposed to have come and worked but it still kind of doesn't yeah, work yeah they anyway. were supposed to
1: go on mobile and yep. then it, it was just like a browser version of the, it was a, of the website it was a mobile site app?
0: but even then it only kind of works i think um i did kind of look at it but i jumpstart seems like jerks so i don't really want to get involved with them too much either way but uh either way uh people love the concept of neopets though and there's a lot of rich millennials who i bet uh would just toss some money into owning their favorite neopets with unique assets and varying trait categories (laughs) honest to god i love how much they've my favorite part and last thing i'll say is just like the fact that they have so many permutations like it's not like they're like we're going to come up with a few special neopet things it's like they're going to be backgrounds assets clothing personality trait category it's like you could probably make like thousands of neopet nfts with this or more millions with these like categories how many do they think they're going to sell they need cash clearly probably a lot Uh, and uh, is is this going to be the resurgence of neopets with all this cash uh no it's going to be jumpstart games just chilling on a pile of money (laughs) all right well you know what that's that's my that's my rant for the day but you know what before you head out of here i just have a couple things to remind you first off uh we do have a whole website goodnightgrooves.com which is pretty cool we here we have uh podcasts like this one and also our all encompassing gaming podcast game grooves which normally comes out on a sunday But if you're a Patreon, Patreon, it does come out on Friday for you, which is pretty awesome, at a $3 tier. So we do have a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash goodnightgrooves. The links are also on our website for that, um, which is really, really awesome. We also have links to our YouTube videos and everything on there as well. Um, So we have a $1, $3, and $5 tier. I'm all over the place today um, for Patreon, which is awesome. So go over, check it out, um, and we would appreciate anything anyone is willing to give. Or if you just want to do anything nice for us that doesn't cost you a whole lot of money, um, whatever list you're listening to this podcast on right now, whether it is Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, sorry, or any podcast app or even on YouTube where you're looking at our beautiful faces, you can give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, uh, a, a like, uh, and maybe even leave a little review. It means the absolute world to us. It takes about 10 seconds, uh, and it is the best thing ever. And it makes our day. So we'd love to hear it. One last thing. Don't forget to listen to Game Groups. It just came out yesterday, so make sure you go check that out. Um, but Matt, do you have anything else to say before?
1: Well, while you were wrapping up there, I just spent my life savings on a jub jub JPEG. So, But I own it. No one else has it, so it's just me.
0: No one else has it. Oh, baby, I'm getting me a flotsam uh, 8x10. Of course, not an actual 8x10, but when I print it out for my computer to put in an 8x10 frame, I'll know that I own that digital file. This is pretty good. <laughs> All right, that is going to be it for GG replay for today for October eleventh, twenty twenty one. Make sure to check back in on Wednesday because we'll be back here once again for another GG replay. Good night, groups.